For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac. Hiya guys, it's Phil from The Geek Show with Rob, Harry, Tab and Helen. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing alright, thanks. Having fun? Yeah. It's good? Yeah? It's all yeah. good? Okay, so, uh, Harry, we know who you are, obviously. Hopefully, I've been doing this a year and a half. Tab, would you give us a quick rundown who you are and who you're here to represent? Um, geez, uh, my name's Tab Kimpton. I'm a full-time comic and costume, a comic writer, costume maker and various other things which uh, get me by. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. I write a small LGBT uh, webcomic called Chaos Comics, and yeah. I write the Chaotic Emporium, a steampunk book of silly. It is a, it is a book of silly. It's like the silliest silly, silly, silly. As recently reviewed by uh, Jeff Banyard's Yeah, yeah, I'm one of the few actual um, books that exist in the steampunk literature. <laughs> you are one of the three, I Yeah, I am so, one of the three. Which means yeah. you're in like, the top three in yeah, kind yeah, of a ranking thing. Yeah, percentage, really. Isn't yeah. the rest of it about like ankles and stuff? Well, yeah, Pretty much. Jeff, yeah, Jeff's stuff, he's, it's all ankle action all the time. All ankles yeah. all the time. Uh, Helen, how about yourself? Who are you here with? What, what do you do? Helen Trafalki, I go under the artist name of Uber Midget. I'm a... Best name. <laughs> it was actually a nickname from a house party at university. There was a bunch of me, several housemates. We were all very small against lots of six foot two blokes. And they said, oh, look, midgets. And they pointed at me and said, oh, my God, it's an Uber Midget. She's smaller than everyone else. And I uh, interpreted it as... Uh, it makes me sound like a superhero, so I kept it. <laughs> it is I, Uber Midget. Here to walk between evil's legs and punch uh, upwards. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could also be a supervillain name. Well, uh, Uber Midget. Most <laughs> shall tremble yes, before me. the power of Uber Midget. <laughs> yes, if you thought if you thought Mini Me was bad, you haven't met me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an awesome tagline. You should use that. <laughs> If you so, thought Mini Me was bad, you haven't met me. Yeah. So, how long have you both been going to conventions for? Um, I actually had my convention anniversary uh, recently. Uh, my first ever convention was Manami 14. Uh, we're on a Manami 18 now, so four wow. years. There we go. Wow. The, the old, old con, it's, as, it, as it should be called. Just yeah. old con. Old con, yeah, old Manami. Con. It's one of the oldest um, anime cons in the UK. If However, it's got up to 18. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's all you However, need to know. if you go to some of the sci-fi cons, some of them are on something like 64th annual oh, yeah. sci-fi Ooh. con. And wow. some, they really have legacies. And how long have you been going to conventions for? Um, this is my uh, second year. I got introduced to the uh, convention scene by a uh, fellow artist called Nanny Abin, who I went to university with. And I was one of her uh, minions helping out with her comic. Uh, ah, it rubs off. It does. It's uh, contagious. I had, I had a lot of fun. Uh, although we did scare people dressed up as uh, minions, we were actually demon ladies dressed in low-cut red tops and tiny black miniskirts. I'm fine with this. This is good. Bill's <laughs> about to fall off his chair. Or just normal miniskirt, tiny, tiny miniskirt. 
belts, in other words. Mm. I really liked the atmosphere of uh, the conventions. My first one was uh, London MCM Expo, and yeah, just a trial of, by fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah lo- lots of people crowding round my table, going, "Oh my god, what's this?" and "Oh my god, I want that. Make more of it, please." Oh my, your your first exhibiting convention was wasn't a convention it was expo it was london expo that's yeah. unbelievable that is that is the top end of selling your stuff at an event oh yeah so you want sixty-four thousand people to play with your plushie yeah <laughs> mind the phrase yeah. Um, yeah. i'm not saying a word yeah right. <laughs> yeah i didn't know if i actually mentioned that yes i make plushies and i make a lot i do original artwork prints and fan art prints as well and fan art cool. plushies I've also got brought out my own comic at the moment. It actually began as uh, a cartoon that I did for my uh, uh, MA animation course. Uh, It was a little uh, science fiction comedy uh, to do with two police officers in outer space on their day off. Yeah. Uh, But they are a large cat and a little girl. So it was also a joke about pet owners as well. Who is the real owner of a cat? The truth is you don't own a cat. The cat owns you. Um, there was a line in a Terry Pratchett book uh, a long time ago. It said, cats only tolerate humans until someone invents a can opener that can be operated by paws. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, and considering a lot of people do commissions at um, events and online and stuff, uh, has anyone ever commissioned you to do like a plushie? Uh, yes, uh, I have made quite a few plushies for people. Um, sat on my knee here, I have a large pirate doll. Um, this was I wanted to make a pirate doll because someone commissioned me to make a half-sized version of the doll I have here. And I had so much fun making the doll, and I thought it was so cute, I wanted one for myself. And uh, I've made... Uh, I've made plushies for some of my artist friends as well because they have characters for their comics so they have become their mascots and they take them with them to conventions. Oh, that's awesome. So I made uh, a character called Mephistos for my friend Nanny Abin for her comic uh, Here Be Demons and uh, I made a comic for uh, Wild Way... Sorry, I made a plushie for Wild Way's comics uh, for... Their superhero chipmunk. Okay, all right, that's interesting. What do you What do you think is the most interesting or unusual thing you've ever made, drawing or plushy or otherwise? Um, the most unusual thing I ever had to make was a plushy of one of the villains from Silent Hill. Ooh. I was a little bit disturbed by that. She wanted me to make the villain very cutesified. I see. How do you cutesify Silent Hill? I made him in the style of what they call uh, chibi. Oh, right. I gave him a sim- simple eyes, a simple smile. And he did look quite cuddly. He looked like a normal bloke look with long hair and a goatee. But when you actually find out who he is, it's like, oh, my God, you made a plushie of a serial killer? <laughs> Which character was this? Um, I think he's from Silent Hill 4. It wasn't Pyramid Head, was it, or something like that? No, it wasn't. It was uh, the guy with long hair and a goatee, and he has a very long oh, coat. Uh, oh, I've forgotten his name. I've forgotten his Chris? name as well. Oh, oh, well. Tell us, Internet. Look it up and tell us, even though we'll probably find out by the time this goes up. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So what are your plans for the future, then, Helen? Uh, to, I'm having a lot of fun going to the conventions at the moment, so I'm planning on going to lots of conventions, expanding my comic... 
and doing lots of art. Alright, great. Well, when can people next find you at a convention? You will find me at Decon next up in Dundee on the 7th of April. Alright, cool. And awesome. I will also be at Kitacon. Yay! Yes. We love Kitacon. We'll see you there. Yes. I look, forward, I look forward to uh, meeting you all again. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just to finish off, where can people find your stuff online? Um, I have a Deviant, I have a Deviant Art account, mm-hmm. and I have a little Etsy shop that's selling uh, my original work, not my fan art stuff, because uh, I do follow copyright laws. Yes. <laughs> Um, I am in the middle of setting up my own website, but you can find me on www.ubermidget.deviantart.com. Uh, well, Tab, I, I know you make uh, cosplays, and uh, you actually you take commissions for cosplay stuff. Yeah, it's um, I've actually stopped commissions for the time being because uh-huh. while uh, I like doing it. Uh, for all the work I do, it's the most amount of work for the least amount of money. Right. Um, there's a lot more money in, oh, well, comic merchandise. Because, really? well, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that um, you can design a T-shirt. Uh, sure, you have to send money away to get them printed. But you yeah. can print them as many times as you want. So it's a lot less effort per how much you get, really. Um, I guess people would go, uh, I'm not paying that for, for, for a cosplay. Yeah, it's, uh, cosplay then... stuff, um, it's really bespoke items and things like that. Yeah. It's just... Um, um, I have to completely think about how to make a new thing each time, so it's sort of really testing your brain as well. Um, but this is uh, the last year that I'll be running my online LGBT comic, because it will be done soon. So I kind of want to get the costume commissions done, um, so I can work on that for the rest of the year, really. Cool, that's pretty awesome. Harry, do you want to, do you want to bring us back on to topic? Uh, sure. Um after Chaos finishes, which is going to be a result, uh, what do you plan to do afterwards? Um, I may be sticking to comics. Obviously, the Chaotic Emporium will have like things going along on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's various forms of um, not heteronormative comic things that I want to explore further. Um, the one that's had the most work on it is actually a poly story that I'll be working on. Um, into the speak into the microphone. Speak into the mic. Okay, sorry, I, I can't. Uh, it's very hard for me not to look at people when I speak. You keep um, forgetting, Phil. We can I, edit. I, I, I am just horribly rude and don't speak to it. I just turn. No, no, no. So hey, cool. right, okay. Um, it's. Uh, I'll be trying to do some more comics that maybe not so much LB, LGBT because that's very constrictive with uh, the type of comics you can write about, but more uh, not just straight people comics um, because that's you know um, because it's something that I think you know I've got some knowledge in, um, some awkward personal experience um, that I can write about. Um, and so the thing that's had the most amount of work is actually will be an illustrated story, a heavily illustrated story of a poly uh, romance, basically. So a more than a more than two people romance. Um, because I've found out that I do a lot of side story works for Chaos at the moment, and one thing I really like doing is writing a story, so prose and narrative. Um, and then just illustrating key parts of it. It means I can produce something a lot more quickly, but still getting the feel where you can look at the characters and know what you look like. 
Um, may be a comic, may just be a story with illustrations, may just be a story. Uh, not too sure, but that should be some interesting stuff to get out when I'm finished with Chaos to try and keep the fans um, that are built up from Chaos onto something new so they don't just disperse across the internet. That'll be an interesting <laughs> Quick, one. Quick, someone tie them brown. down. Yeah. It's a niche that's not really filled. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know about you, but I can't watch uh, straight romance movies at all whatsoever. Because one, they're awful. They're really <laughs> sexist. Um, especially... What? towards men actually yes. have yes. you seen well, how, why are all men in romance movies like hulking great big idiots dragging their knuckles upon the ground that don't have any feelings except for oh I want to have sex with this woman oh I must have sex with all the women yeah like um, you've seen This Means War the, all the I haven't ladies. seen This Means War yes, so, this means do, war. do not see romance. This Means War basically the woman's treated as like a trophy to be passed around and the two men who are fighting over are just basically their motivation is I like vagina and fighting other men and that's my motivation for this entire <laughs> so relationship I can't watch movies like that because I just see like two guys fighting over a woman and just go, well, why can't she date both? Mm. I mean, it's not like she's got infinite amount of time and love, you know. Mm. Well, the um, thing about that film is that she does, but then it goes, oh, they find out, and it goes to pot because it's completely impossible. Yeah, I mean, that sort of thing I don't agree with because she's lying to them. Yes, that just seems horrible. There, it's like, it's, sorry, two seconds. You can have, you know, any type of relationship you want. But at that point, you are cheating on them. Yeah, you definitely. You are cheating yeah. on that it's other person. The problem I have with the film is none of the relationships are now. It's just they're going, but the problem is you're all horrible people doing horrible things. <laughs> I don't care I would, who I gets with who. I wouldn't date with it. any of you. I want you all to get some therapy and talk about communication. <laughs> if someone just comes in and slaps you all, then there we are. The yeah. film has got a narrative I want. How did we get on to this? Yeah, I don't know. You've, you've, put, you've put Harry and Tab Kempton together. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, just goes. about polydynamics. There we go. So, Helen, how are you? <laughs> I, I'm good. I'm very, I was very interested in that conversation. I was about to input in that um, a lot of the... I don't like uh, the romance films either. I prefer it when there is more... I prefer the stupidity that happens in them rather than the actual romance. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I keep seeing like fo- uh, the romance movies I keep watching uh, whenever it, they just happen to fall upon them accidentally. I don't like romance movies. I prefer science. I prefer sci-fi action. Thanks. Sci-fi um, action. They're all. They're all like. All the men are like really foppish. <laughs> they are idiots. As Tab said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all thing of sexism. Um, basically, affects everyone and makes the world. Have you, have you noticed how they always use the same actors as well? Yeah, you know Richard yeah. Gere and people like that. Oh, George yeah, Clooney, yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she yes. wouldn't, wouldn't touch any of them with a barge pole, to be honest. So I can't really. So glad they're that's together. Yeah. The, the police. <laughs> I'm so glad they're together and not with me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I think. I'll, Considering that Chaos has been going on for, is it six years now? Six years almost. Jesus. I started writing it when I was 16. Um, And that's not even version one. No, no, no. I started writing it when I was 14, actually, and it was horrible. I've got some, like, initial sketches in the Amber and Nay book, and they're terrible. I was so animus. (laughs) Okay. Final question, then. Of the third, this, this current one, is it the third one that's currently on? The third version? Uh, yeah, third version. Yeah. All right. Of this current third version, is there anything that you would have liked to have changed? 
Um, I've got some slight inconsistencies with the story because it's um, the way it's um, built is a style called a rationment, which is basically uh, each story is told from a character's perspective, um, and so it overlaps and the time intermixes. So I've got I think it's something like I've got two slight um, things that are out of sync, but not things that people notice terribly. Uh, one thing I'd like to redo is the fact that I have a lot of trans... Uh, well, not so much redo, but something I'd like to explore at uh, a later date with maybe a different comic is that I've got some trans characters in the story, but um, I've fallen into the uh, magical sex change trap. I don't know if anyone's um, <laughs> heard of this. It's uh, in a sort of like anime or manga when a character wears the opposite gender clothing and suddenly everyone thinks they're like a different person. Yes, you get I this in like yaoi manga all the time when a guy wears glasses and he becomes like Clark Kent Superman. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, <laughs> the sort of like magic transformation thing um, so I wanted to have a more real life thing of a trans character who doesn't pass as their um, gender uh, so it was to, uh, to explore that whole sort of feelings that come with that, the whole sort of not being seen as the person you are, hmm. all these other things that while I touch upon some trans issues in chaos uh, which are quite interesting it will be also interesting to explore that Mm. Uh, though it's also very challenging as an artist to draw a character who is mentally female, but obviously they've got parts and features of them which are masculine, which would be seen as other people as masculine. And I have quite an androgynous art style, so for me I have to get better as an artist and better as a writer to be able to portray it in a sensitive fashion, really. The problem is it's a complex subject, so... Very complex, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I'm sharpening this pencil, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Digging a hole. Digging a <laughs> yeah. hole. Yeah. Uh, so is that something you try to in, uh, touch on in future works instead? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, there's always sort of like different avenues to explore. Um, and it's something, yeah, I'd really like to talk about. The problem is, is um, I definitely wouldn't be using the same characters because it kind of feels like you're just adding more queers to already quite full <laughs> cluster of, you know, quite a do- I already have quite a diverse cast. I, I, I think <laughs> if I add any more things in, I uh, may be a little bit too PC this, for this, people to handle. This fruit basket does not need more fruit. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, a little bit. Fair enough. Well, thank you very much for talking to us, Tab. Sorry right, to drag you, you away much. from packing That's up fine. your massive yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to go pack pocket watches and gaze. Awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to put what in gaze? Get it in the got, box. N- I've the- got to pack pocket watches and gaze. Oh, not in, right? No, fine. no, not no. in. It's fine. I treat them he nicely want them over to- my store. No, the <laughs> comics, Phil. The comics. He, he, <laughs> oh, right, no, no, he doesn't yeah. want to treat them like the. Is it the crocodile or the alligator in Peter Pan? So you hear them coming oh, I mean- by the ticking noise. <laughs> The weirdest fanfic ever is born. That's the worst thing you can do. No, it eats another pocket watch. It's that that phrase, uh, the phrase which has popped into my head in the moment, which I shouldn't probably use, but you can hear them coming (laughs) (laughs) in the night. Right. Anyway, I'll leave you horrible, horrible people <laughs> to your thing. Thanks very much, Tab. And Always we'll, a pleasure, Tab. We'll probably see you next week. <laughs> probably. As it's are, a, you, are you going to Amber and Mike's uh, wedding? No. <laughs> no, then. Oh, no, okay. I won't see you then. Oh. Go. What's next week? Is it Birmingham? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we've we've so got... Oh, we will. KidsCon's next one. Are you at KidsCon? No, no. I'm in Norway, baby. Oh, so, so you're saying... Yeah, you're being all talented and invited to... Yeah, uh, yeah. God. Oh, we're going to have deaded so much of this. 
Actually, who's going from Chaos 2? Key, because she's the only one with a passport. Ah, right. Yeah, Matt tried to get one, but his mother's dead. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, you say we're horrible people. Thank you very much. That's all the time we have for in this interview. Oh, yes. Yes. For myself, Phil, Bail, Tab, eject Helen, Tab, eject. everybody, so, and yes. Rob. Can we'll I see you guys next week and every week on the 104.5 CBFM, the Geek Show. Hang on, I'll put the See you guys. Bye. We'll be with Helen in a sec, I think. For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac.